Welcome to an inspiring message from Awaken City Church. For more information about us, visit awakencity.com.au. I want to talk today about a mother's influence. You know, the older I get, and as a nonna now to, um, to, to eight beautiful grandchildren and bonus grandchildren, spiritual mum, I've become a lot more nostalgic and grateful for my own mother. And I'm very blessed today to have actually my mother here today um, with us this morning. It's such a privilege to be here because both my mother and grandmother have been a great influence in my life. They've modelled to me what it is to have sincere, genuine faith in Jesus Christ. Although I was a little bit rebellious in the early years about that. And I'd like to read this morning, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 3 to 7. And this is where the Apostle Paul is writing to his spiritual son, Timothy. But he particularly mentions about Timothy's grandmother and mother. Let's read, shall we? It says, Every time I say your name in prayer, which is practically all the time, I thank God for you, the God I worship with my whole life in the tradition of my ancestors. I miss you a lot, especially when I remember that last tearful goodbye and I look forward to a joy-packed reunion. The precious memory triggers another. Your honest faith, Timothy, and what a rich faith it is, handed down from your grandmother Lois to your mother Eunice and now to you. And the special gift of ministry you received when I laid hands on you and prayed. Keep that ablaze. God doesn't want us to be shy with His gifts, but bold and loving and sensible. You know, we see see three generations of faith in Jesus Christ handed down here. Lois and Eunice are described as great uh, great examples of grandmothers and mothers um, in the Christian circle. Because from intimacy, they taught Timothy the teachings of Christ and the ways of God. Their rich, sincere, genuine faith was a strong influence in Timothy's life. Timothy's grandmother and mother realised the importance of Timothy growing up in a godly home, teaching him the Scriptures and in turn, Timothy was able to fulfil his calling. You know, I, there is no doubt in my mind whatsoever that I'm here today, standing before you today, doing what I'm doing today because of my grandmother and my mother's prayers, their example and their faith in Jesus Christ. Although I know my mum now would probably play it down and say I had nothing to do with it, but she did. She had a lot to do with it because of her influence and her example. Not everyone has been raised in a Christian home or have had the best role model. I wish we had, but as parents, none of us were given the manual to raising children. Because if we did, I sure didn't get it. We all have flaws. We all have brokenness. But one thing is for sure, we have all been influenced in some way. But you know what? We also all have the opportunity to make a decision and declare that as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. You know, actually my mum, mum, I'm sorry, you deserve a medal because I was one of those rebellious teenagers. 
I grew up in a loving home. There was no excuses. Um, I thought my mum was the, you know, the fun police. She just wanted to stop me from having fun. She was strict and because I grew up in this a beautiful Italian home, very strict. And I just thought she wanted to stop me from having fun. Sorry, Mum. Like your children would say, everyone else is allowed to do it. Why can't I? <laughs> you just want me to, you just don't want me to have any fun. You don't want me to enjoy myself. Do you know what? I'm so thankful. As for the, that's for the teenagers out there this morning. I'm so thankful that my mum chose to be a parent first, then a friend. I think society gets it wrong sometimes. And the very thing that I resented my mum doing and saying, I find myself doing and saying it now. Mum, I wanna say thanks for modelling to me what it is to live out my faith in Christ in the everyday practical way. Even though I didn't accept Christ until I was older, I was raised in a Christian home with a good foundation of truth. Not just by words, but by example. Not just by correction and rebuke, but by love and patience. Proverbs 31 verse 26 says, She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. You know, this morning, I actually just want to come around seven lessons that I got from my mum. Is that okay? You know, everything we do as a parent is a teaching moment, but it's actually not just for parents. Grandmothers out there, we get the privilege and opportunity to impart into our grandchildren's lives. And you know, as the family of God, you know, I truly believe that we can adopt children and grandchildren, and we can impart into their lives as well. The first lesson from my mum is, my mum dedicated me to the Lord. And I dedicated my children back to the Lord, but not just on the altar at church, but I dedicate my children every day to the Lord. Now, my mum was sharing with me that, uh, and it, just recently told me this actually. Um, she said two days after uh, I was born, and I was born at St. John of God's in Subiaco. I was probably one of the first hundred children born there. She went to the chapel after two days and she sat in that chapel and she dedicated me to the Lord. And she prayed that I would have faith in Jesus Christ. Now granted, she probably thought I was gonna become a nun. Not a chance, Mum, sorry. (laughs) But I don't think she realised the full extent what she was actually doing. Because just like Hannah, who presented Samuel to the Lord, she dedicated me to the Lord. And today I'm fulfilling what God has for my life because of that dedication that day. You know, my mother prepared the ground for my conversion from infancy. Let's not take lightly what's been done today. You know, dedication is about us as parents dedicating our children. So when they're older, they'll know the truth and they'll be able to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Saviour from their hearts consciously. You know, our children are given to us by God on loan. 
So if you are a blended family and you've had the privilege of having other children to raise, they were given to you by God on loan to train and equip and release them into their God-given destiny. Secondly, my mum modelled to me that church was not optional. She went to church every single week and she took my brothers and I with her. And sometimes she had to drag us along. Now, my dad is a believer. He's in heaven now. He worked long, long hours and we had a farm with horses. So sometimes on the weekend, he got caught up on the farm, but most of the time he would join us. But Mum, without fail, would take us to church every single week. It wasn't optional. But you know what Mum really taught me about that? See, if we make church optional, then what we're saying is our children will grow up thinking that Jesus is not necessary. And Jesus is necessary in our lives. Proverbs 22.6 says, Direct your children in the way they should go. And when they are older, unfortunately, I was a lot older, they will not leave. She also modelled to me what it is to honour the Lord in our giving. Now, she never knew I used to notice this. But every Tuesday when Dad gave her the shopping money for the week, she would have on the side of her drawer, bedside drawer, these little envelopes. I didn't understand what they were at the time. And what she would do is she would put a portion of her shopping money in there. And when she went to church, she would present it to church. She was giving her portion to the Lord and she had no idea that I would notice those things and she probably is surprised today, but she was honouring the Lord with her giving. Thirdly, what Mum taught me, well, she has modelled and continues to model courage to me over and over again. Life doesn't always go to plan. There are lots of twists and turns in life. Have you ever noticed that? But what she taught me, she taught me to trust God in the, in the midst of the uncertainty of your future. She is the most courageous, resilient woman I know. And I know that was passed down from my grandmother because she was the same. You know, she has gone through many heartaches, but her genuine, sincere faith in God has been steadfast. It takes great courage for a mother to lose a spouse when you still have children that are being raised. It takes great courage to go through what you go through, especially when you've lost a loved one. When Perhaps when you never got to hold that child that you so desperately wanted. It takes courage when you have to forgive again. It takes courage when you have a wayward child like me and looks like she's so far away. It takes great courage to believe God again. You know, Mum could have played the victim, but she didn't. She got better. She didn't get bitter. She is the glue to our family. Her faithfulness to never give up, but keep looking to the author and developer of our faith is what kept her steadfast. You know what Mum also modelled to me? The power of a praying mother. To rely on the Holy Spirit. Gosh, don't you hate it when mums rely on the Holy Spirit and hear what the Holy Spirit is saying? 
She would call it her gut instinct at that time. You know, (laughs) I'm not proud of this, but it came from my grandmother, believe me. One night, my grandmother was uh, looking after me and my brothers and my brother, you dobbed on me, but anyway. (laughs) Um, Anyway, I wanted to go to this party. I heard about this great party and I knew I would not be allowed to go. So I had this great plan that I was going to wait till everyone went to sleep And this party was close to my grandmother's house. And once everyone's asleep, I was gonna sneak out and go to this party. Well, I did that. I went to the party and to be honest, I was scared. I was a little bit shocked at what I saw and I thought, I've gotta leave this place. This is not where I should be. I should have listened to my mother. Anyway, I came back and as I was sneaking through the door, there was my grandmother at the door praying, praying for me praying that I would come back. And do you know what I said to her? Because I was in shock. I thought, I said, Nonna, because we're nonnas, right? I must have been sleepwalking. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? She never told my mother. She never got on the phone. She never... She, she, I don't know if she panicked. She probably did. But what she did is she got on her knees and she prayed for me. And I believe that's what brought me back. I didn't even know to this day, I didn't even know how I could even think of even getting out of the house at midnight because I'm scared of the dark now. But I got there somehow and God protected me. You know, my mum, she was the same. I don't know how, but she would always find out when I did something wrong. She would always find out when I was wagging school. I didn't do it. I did it twice, once. Remember this time, I'm saying this because you know what? There's nothing like a praying mother. There's, not like a, there's nothing like a mother who listens to the instinct of the Holy Spirit and acts upon it. You know, I remember one time where I, cho- I pre-planned it, I wagged school and I wanted to go ice skating. My mum wouldn't let me go ice skating. She said, there's rough people that go there. You can't go ice skating and, and you're not allowed to go. So I thought, well, I'm gonna go whether you like it or not. So I planned to go. We took off our school uniform and it just so happens that my school was in the city. So it was easy to catch a bus and get out again. And so my friend and I, we got to the ice skate arena. We were putting on our skates and we're sitting down and we're so excited. We're going to spend the whole day here. And you know what? We were girls. We were checking out the boys, right? Anyway, my girlfriend turned around. She says, Mr Reeves is behind us. And that's our form room teacher. I went, oh, sure. You're just joking. No, he's really behind us. I said, I turned around, I went, so is my mother. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to go ice skating. I got caught. <laughs> I got caught. There is nothing like a praying mother. The next thing I have found my mum is she modelled to me what it was to lay down your life every day and serve your family. She is the most selfless person I know. Proverbs 31 verse 27 says, She carefully watches everything in her household and suffers nothing from laziness. You know, I grew up in a traditional Italian family where women did most of the work in the house. Men worked hard, but women did most of the work in the house. Even to the point where my mum would say to me, Not that I'm endorsing this, because actually my son is the best ironer. But she would say to me, Carolyn, can you iron your brother's shirt? 
Sure, I'll do that. And I was thinking to myself, he can iron it himself. But I did it, right? I did it. You know what she taught me? She taught me to serve one another. She modelled to me what it would be, what it is to be a wife and a mother in my family, to be a homemaker. She was always present at home and reliable. And you know, can I just say something? There is no substitute for presence. There is no substitute for that. She's generous. And you know what? She taught me that generosity begins in your home. I can say to this day that you cannot leave my mother's house without her giving you something. And if you go there and you you just come unexpectedly, she's always putting something on the table for you to eat. Even though you say you've just eaten, she wants to make sure you've eaten something there. It's generosity. You know, my mum has modelled to me that I can do anything if I'm prepared to do the work. And she has given me every opportunity in life. And not just opportunity, she's made sacrifices for me. You know, she, I think there's nothing I haven't, she hasn't given me an opportunity to try. I've done dancing, I've done horse riding, I've done modelling, I've done tennis, I've done everything. And, but it was her sacrifice that gave me the opportunity. And what she modelled to me was that most of the time, especially when you're children, when you want them to learn an an instrument, I'm really encouraging your children to learn an instrument and play a sport. And so that's what I did with my children. And I found out that most of the work comes from the parent bringing them to those places to get to learn how to use the instrument. But when you see a gift in your child, like I saw one in Simone, like I've seen one in my children with my son Christian, he used to play the drums and guitar and, you know, and Bianca, well, she missed out on the instrument part of it, but she's a gr- and the singing part of it, but she's a great dancer. <laughs> she's a great dancer. When you see the gift in your children and you encourage them, a lot of it is you doing the encouraging. Most of it is you doing the encouragement and she pulled out the gold. She pulled out the abilities and the gifts that we see in our children. You know what Mum also taught me? She she modelled to me excellence. Not perfection, but excellence. Because beauty is within and it shines outwardly. She taught me the importance of looking after yourself and looking after what you have a spirit of excellence. And you know, that Scripture, I think um, Pastor Chris brought it up in the pre-service prayer. He said, or in our, in our, when we landed in worship, He said, you know, that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit and God has given us this temple. God has given us these bodies. Mum has taught me that to give attention in the de- de- detail. She used to say to me, and I, I was always looking at my heels to make sure they weren't scruffy. She goes, you always can tell how a woman looks after herself by the way she looks after her heels. <laughs> and you watch, you, everyone's looking at their heels right now, right? <laughs> you know, there's no excuses for scuffiness. You can clean them. <laughs> it's not perfection. It's looking after what you've been given. To be content in every season. You know, she taught me, she said, you don't have to have money to have style. She was way ahead of her time when it comes to healthy habits and eating. What we're eating now and we we think it's trendy and and it's hip and it's all new, we were eating that 20, 30 years ago. And you know, I can speak on behalf of all my family. Mum, 
Thank you for all the news articles warning us about the dangers of different things. Thank you, Mum. To this day, we get news articles about what not to eat and what you shouldn't eat and what you... But you know what? It's all about carrying the spirit of excellence and looking after the body that you've been given and looking after what you have also been given, looking after it all. Mum has modelled to me honour. You know, I am indebted for the way she has honoured her own parents. I I even listened to her today, how she honours her parents who have graduated. She honours the Lord. She honours her marriage. She honoured the house of God. She honours people. And just like Lois and Eunice, Timothy's grandmother and mother, she has passed down faith in Jesus Christ to me. And if I could have the worship team come up, please. Verse 5 says where Paul was reminded of Timothy's sincere, genuine faith handed down by his grandmother and mother. You know, the gift of motherhood is so precious. And the last thing that I think is the most important, what Mum has modelled to me, is that the most important legacy you can leave your children is a faith legacy. Proverbs 31, 29 says, Charm is deceptive and beauty does not last. But a woman who fears the Lord will be greatly praised. Reward her for all she has done. Let her good deeds publicly declare her praise. And that's what I'm doing today, Mum. I'm declaring praise to you and thanking you for your fearless love for your family, your faithfulness in God and the example that you have set. And I know there's mothers here and as I look around it, there are so many mothers and grandmothers that could actually say exactly the same here. See, Timothy didn't just talk the talk or walk the walk. He wore faith on his sleeve. And Paul was convinced that Timothy's faith is real and largely due to his mother and grandmother's influence in his life. And we know that faith, we know that Timothy's faith and ministry was influenced, has influenced countless of people and continues to do today. And it began with two women, Timothy's mother and grandmother. They lived a life of no compromise. They had a healthy fear of the Lord. Can I just say, men, because it's Mother's Day today, honour your wives. Honour your wives and the mother that bore your children because they deserve it. See, mothers, you have a great influence on your sons. Just like Timothy, Timothy, there's a king in the men in your world. Refine him, develop him, improve him, mature him, perfect him. To this day, even though my son is 31, I am saying to him to this day, are you coming to church this Sunday? (laughs) Am I gonna see you at church this Sunday? Because one day his home will require his leadership 
come a day from when their wife and their children will speak how well of a great leader and husband and father they are because of the mother's influence. Mothers, you have the greatest influence on your daughters to be a role model. You, you know, they may not appreciate it at the time like I didn't, but I'm so grateful now that I have a mother like I have. Because mothers, there's a daughter of the King in your world. Help her see her value and what her, where her true beauty is. Even though we look after our body on the outside, the true beauty lies within. Because this beauty on the outside does not last forever, especially when you start to go through menopause. <laughs> but we can change the trajectory of our own family spiritual heritage but it starts with us. We gotta draw a line in the sand and we're gonna say that my whole household shall be saved. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We will serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords to our dying day because He's worthy. And we will fight this fight of faith in Jesus' Name. Because from one generation to the next, we will declare God's faithfulness. See, you are only one generation away from rewriting the spiritual heritage of your family. One decision away from starting your Christian legacy. And just like that one, we are also one generation away from losing our faith if we don't make a stand. See, we can learn from Lois and Eunice. The most important lesson we can hand down is our faith in Jesus Christ. And the greatest gift we can give our children is our faith in Jesus Christ. Thanks for listening to this message. We hope it has blessed you. If you would like to find out more about Awaken City Church, visit awakencity.com.au.